episode 13. Where is all the A's for my Q's? And welcome everybody to another episode of the Weekly Chomp. This is episode 13. I'm Kuma Tank, and here we have once again my partner in crime, JJ, also yes. known we, as just JJ Mr. Rogers. We, uh, if you don't pay attention, we'll steal your egos. I guess that's uh, that's our deal. Yeah, we commit crimes. Yeah, we're we're we, coming for your waffles. No <sighs> waffles are safe at all. No. Not none. No, none. Uh, so we had a, a quite of a break. Like we did a little bit of retooling, listened to some of the feedback from our listeners, and we're back, better than mm-hmm. ever. Um, yeah. How you been, JJ? I've been I've been doing pretty okay. I've been doing a whole lot of playtesting for BSF. If most of your awesome people, viewers at home know, or the listeners at home know, that is the uh, Bushiroad Spring Fest tournament. Live events are happening again, and I'm excited to hear that a lot of the turnouts have been pretty well. The events have been really, really well received. The judging has not been any complaints about it yet. Have you been hearing anything yet come on your side? How have you been? What's uh, going on? I've been good. I've been... Pretty hunky dory. Um, as far as drama from BSF, uh, you know, there was some in America because, you know, we love drama. And mm-hmm. it was mostly just people who didn't have the proper vaccinations. Uh, some unconfirmed reports. Like, I, I decided that BSF would have a lot to talk about. So, we're going to have an episode dedicated to, like, all of the drama, all of the results. So, I'm going to hold these bullets in my gun. Oh, that's six shooter. Pew pew. Stick six around. shooter or a .45? Uh, you know, I like a western. Let's do a six shooter. Six shooter. Okay, okay, okay. I could not say that five times fast. Definitely could not do it. Um, Yeah, could you? Say it five times fast. I think we kind of... What, say say, six-shooters? No. no. (laughs) (laughs) Just saying it once at the end of a sentence already just already fumbled me. But I asked a question for me already. So, no, that's a, a, a definite... Definite no from your homie. No, no. <laughs> <laughs> none of that here, unfortunately. Oh, so like, uh, six shooters are like Western old timey things, right? So yeah, yeah. Up. You just like roll that thing. You just like, <laughs> anyways, I started blasting. <laughs> um, so, uh, drama from BSF. We'll talk about that in the upcoming episodes, so stick around for that. Um, but let's talk about something that's really topical. You know, it happens every single week. It's the Weekly Bites. And I always sleep through it because it happens, you know, around like 5 a.m. I'm, I'm knocked out. JJ, on the other hand, JJ can run with this. Tell us about I- what happened in... This weekly bites. I am upsetting spaghetti because they bamboozled us. 
they actually said like hey there's gonna be some premium collection news some pretty new big news coming and it revealed box stoppers bro i am so (laughs) okay because i thought i was crazy i woke up i saw that we got a new zorga and i'm like ooh, spicy but then i'm like let me get to these premium reveals. I want to know what uh-huh. we're getting. Like, I care. Like, it's crazy. I should be super hype about this new Zorga. Mm-hmm. But I was sad because I didn't have premium reveals. Exactly. Cause it's, been, <laughs> it's been revealed in the last like a year or so. Uh, so for context, for also you awesome people, uh, Premium has been a very old, old head format. <laughs> if you've been playing around close to 10 years or so, all the cards you've got from the start of the game, you have now, right? Like all of the rulings and stuff that you learned. A little bit more, we're going to be talking about the Q's and A's and stuff that you've had for tournaments. All of them usually been rolled through Premium. And hearing that, hey, we're getting once a year a little bit of premium love and support, some new G guards from maybe old forgotten archetypes. Looking at Royal Paladin and their G guard situation, Jesus Christ, please save them. And <laughs> some other things would be nice to have, but we didn't get a darn thing outside of ball top, box topper reveals. I was, I was it, not, that was not it for me today. It was pretty gross. I mean, at least as a Link Joker player, I know that the art. For whatever that card is, it's pretty mm-hmm. bomb. Yeah, yeah. Obviously. But yeah, they they totally bamboozled us. But Zorga reveal. <laughs> <laughs> it was good. Like my TLDR for it is that the order and the new Zorga are both good. I'm of the camp that I still kind of like old Zorga because, um. I still like old Zorga uh, foods here. What'd you get? Uh, it is burger and fries. Ooh. It's a small fries, I think. Spicy. Or yeah. not spicy? Unless you have Cajun fries. Those are bomb. Just like your take on Zorga. Because I was kind of feeling like, hmm, I like this new Zorga. But the fact that I now have to pay a cost to Alkla Magic, I'm like, whoa, man. <laughs> exactly. Like, definitely whoa. the new order. I am, I'm probably definitely going to run a new order, though, if I'm going to oh, yeah. run new or old Zorga. It's just too good not to play. That, that um, new order is basically saying to uh, OG Zorga players, here, play this. Because it it's so good. It's, it is. Oh, my God. Read, read these effects, bro. Get me. <laughs> I got you. So next to the awesome Wreck-It of Ragnarok support cards and cards that are coming out soon, especially with the Shaman King stuff that we're getting on a pipeline, we got these two smidgens of uh, D-series, special series card reveals, Deep Sea Spiritualist Grave is Zorga. Mm-hmm. Uh, continuous Vanguard Circle. Alchem- if you did Alchemagic this, current- this turn, all of your front row units get 5k power. It's a continuous skill. So it procs whenever, really. Uh, kind of pretty good. 
Uh, one thing to note with this is that you cannot combine this with Grief, Despair, Rejection, which needs the Spiritualist, um, the Natural Spiritualist uh, Zorga, and this is not the same name. So you can't really play that in the deck anymore, unless you're playing this as your, like, grade 4 in a deck or something. I don't know. Yeah. Um, I think you could, if you're running both, you could run one, but... You're better off just choosing a Zorka, it seems. Yeah, I feel so too. And then the Act Skill. Um, Soul Blast 1, discard a card from your hand. Soul Blast 1 was kind of iffy for me already. If it was even discard 1, I was still kind of sus of it. But Soul Blast 1 is kind of like, oof, you actually have to run the Grade 2 uh, Counter Charger now. Especially if you want to run some other orders that are like... I feel Highlander Zorga probably might become a thing. The one that Kumatank was talking about a couple weeks ago. I'm so crazy. <laughs> no, like but getting back dead mm -hmm. ass. Mm -hmm. The grade two that gets five thousand power for each card that is bound. This mm -hmm. is its deck. Yes, this very like much seems like the bind Zorga that they've been working up to. And uh, the rest of the skill is that you just take a uh, normal order from your drop zones. You can take something like a Blitz order. Um, and then you can bind, uh, you can Alka Magic. Which, all in all, still really good. The soul. It kills me. I feel you. I feel but you. And I'm, mm -hmm. We do have an option for that card. Which, oh my god. Oh man. I'm already ready. Okay, so like set four, we got that grade two that yes. if you alkaline magic, it moves the soul and you counter charge. Okay? Yeah, yeah. So right. I was like, what if I just made this my grade two in my right line? That way I can secure it always being in the drop zone as something that I could target. So I did. And then I was like, eh. I still need to be able to get an order card to my hand. But now that we have this new Zorka, that's a valid option because it doesn't matter if you ha don't have an order card technically in your hand. Nope. Because you can mill a couple based on like guarding, PGing, uh, discarding for a ride deck. You can kind of be like, well, I'll just... Discard this and re-add. Yeah. Thanks. Yeah. So, hey. um, that's a thing. I'm going to keep that thing to myself. Carry on. <laughs> and we have uh, the grade 3, Cloud of Miasma. The Counterblast 1 cost for this one as a grade 3 order. Choose a grade 3 or less card from your drop zone. So this cannot synergize well with... Uh, you could possibly play with Magnolia if you wanted to. And this does... I mean, you could possibly play it in, um, what's that other deck again? The, uh, Flag, Flagberg, I guess, if you wanted to. Flagborg? I mean, yeah. you wouldn't get the 5,000. You'd just be Counterblast 1, Monster Reborn. Yes, exactly. Outside of spiritual condensation, which is a mm -hmm. soul blast monster reborn, but it's like picking your poison, figuring out which one you like better. Yeah. Uh, 
And if this part are Alchemagic, you could choose one of your Vanguard and it gets... So this and the other Alchemagic basically become Grief Despair Rejection because this also states that you could choose your Vanguard and all your units in the front row gets plus 5k. Mm -hmm. So consistent Grief Despair Rejection is a mm -hmm. plus for the stack. Um, yes. Making it reliant on having that great three. I mean, if you're running a four staple of grief, despair, rejection, this is just your new four staple grief, despair, rejection. Mm. And I think one cool thing to note with this with too as well is that this is this card and new Zorga. If you put them together, they're basically old Zorga with extra steps plus a bonus. Yeah. So like. Counterblast Soul Blast versus well Counterblast Soul Blast discard versus just a counterblast and alkal magic just because. Yes. But it no, seems no. that you're getting a little bit more value playing this one. It does. It does. Uh, do you want to also talk about the other reveals and stuff that we had today too? Yeah, well? let's like let's let's talk about it. Let's let's talk about it. <laughs> There's a new <laughs> Heal Guardian archetype that we've uh, currently been getting. Some of the ones from Q Flare Draca Kid to Brilliant Flora Iana, uh, Whistling Arrow uh, Orbifold, uh, Alchemic Hedgehog, and Hearing Tear Sorceress. Each of them have the same skill of uh, when this unit is placed on Guardian Circle, when it attacks a unit with critical 2 or greater, its critical is increased by a non-trigger effect ability or its original critical is 2. It just basically means to say if your opponent's Vanguard crit is 2 or during their drive checks or some other mechanic or some other on the attack declaration in the guard step and their crit is 2, you just get 15k shield extra. And it's a 10k base, like the older effect triggers of the older format for premium so you um how do you feel about this like i would have never guessed that they would give us a second effect heal immediately after the last one but if this is the direction that they're going where they're just going to print an effect trigger just because they have it i'm okay with that I think this gives you a different angle of choosing. This is a meta, um, meta reliant. Like, it depends on what your play meta, what your your play area looks like. Yeah. It's like if your meta is a bunch of people who play a bunch of decks that crit. Like, a, if you're playing against a, a bunch of Baba Sagras and stuff, mm -hmm. you're expecting your opponents to be playing a bunch of those decks. Then these cards will pop off harder. Or if you're yeah. playing Bruce, for example. And Bruce can sometimes run these heal guardians, especially if you're expecting their mayor match more often than not, since most of the Bruce decks try to kill you with having double or triple crit on their vanguard based on their effects, especially with like Eden, for example. Yep. This is this is okay. Yeah. Um I think compared to the uh set five heal, mm -hmm. I think I would run this one as a four of just because of how consistent we see units gain crit. Especially after PGing the Vanguard, this gives you some extra leeway mm -hmm. and being like, ah, damn, I'm down on I'm down on shield. How can I shield against it? Mm -hmm. And now it's a 28 from front and an extra 15 from this. 
then you're guarding for like over you know 45k shields which is just kind of bonkers at that point so uh, defensive options in vanguard is a welcome yes to me <laughs> every yeah. step of the way i love extra defensive options uh, i'm i'm happy to see that they are investing more design space to defensive options Mm-hmm. Um, just so that we, it doesn't seem like we're hitting a bubble in like power. Like some would say it's kind of boring, but I say it's all right. <laughs> like, I like that too. I, I agree with you because um, there are moments where. I, I can see, I can empathize with some of the other players you're coming from because I had some friends who were like, yeah, I kind of like these cards, but I don't like the fact that I come to play standard to kind of unwind from playing something like premium, which does have a lot of layers of complexity mm-hmm. and having cards that gives you defensive options that you need to keep in consideration adds a layer of complexity that they kind of don't really like that much. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> which, is, which is fair, which is fair. It would just means that we're another step closer to having uh, G Guardian like effects in D format, and frankly, mm-hmm. I welcome it. Ah, uh, yeah, same. Like if we do so have something to the effect of like a heal Guardian on a heal effect, it doesn't even have to be plus ten k to your van, but like plus five is just sometimes more than enough. Oh yeah, oh yeah. Um, so collaboration news, was there anything that made it seem like the collab sets that they're spoiling will have any kind of significant impact on the format? Uh, because global will see a record of Ragnarok release and also a Shaman King release. The Shaman King release could either be a mega set with all the Shaman King cards included, or, and (laughs) I kind of feel this is exactly what's going to happen. They're going to give us Shaman King set one in like August, and then they'll give us Shaman King set two in like January. That is something that could possibly happen, yeah. So for the only things that I see in the collaboration sets, there is going to be, I think it was like a versus match today that was played on stream or a v- YouTube video that they usually upload of like collaboration decks playing against each other. If anybody who's ever seen the Record Ragnarok uh, collaboration series or series in general, it was shown on Netflix. I have very mixed feelings <laughs> about the animation itself. But the TLDR of the show, it's uh, it's basically gods versus humans. It's about been 2,000 or 4,000 years into the future. And gods are like, yo, I think it's a wrap for humans. Do y'all feel so? <laughs> and Time to put some hands like, on them. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. And so they were trying to think, like, hey, do we do Armageddon or not? We put it to a vote. And then we have Brunhilde. Uh, one of the Valkyries of uh, Norse mythology, who says, yo, y'all tripping toes, and thus she spake. And uh, now we have a collaboration set between a series. Uh, So now humans are squaring off against the gods. And the first series, the first part of the series have ended. 
uh, with, I think, a tie between them. I, I don't remember the series too much. Uh, but we have Zeus being the uh, godfather of the cosmos being versus the uh, first man, the ancestor of mankind, Adam. And he's blonde-eyed, blonde, <laughs> blonde hair, blue-eyed in all of his glory versus uh, old man <laughs> Zeus himself. Well, there but are the <laughs> cards good? They're all right. They're the cards in general, okay? They uh, Zeus can restand his other names himself. Uh, gods and humans can't really uh, cooperate with each other, so there are specific cards that are meant for gods and specific cards that are the cards that are meant for humans. So you have to have them separate from each other. Oh, okay, okay. Um, so that's a no. <laughs> no, not really. That yeah. is that, no. That's a no. no. Especially if they don't see any of the new effect triggers in their set as well. It's a hard no. Yeah, yeah not right now. I don't. I haven't seen any of their own effect triggers yet. Zeus looks the most interesting between Zeus and Adam. So, since he restands a copy of himself, and he also gives a critical in front row to all of your units with his okay. own order. Yeah, yeah, so, so he's, he's just like scary. Smackdown. Yes, Smackdown yeah. dot deck. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and that's that's basically his deal. So does that wrap up everything the the weekly bites had to offer? I think so. I think there was like some Shaman King stuff that we've already seen before. Um, we haven't really covered too much of Shaman King because we don't know exactly the exact date, so we can do like a mega set review if you want to. I'm down for that. But all right, yeah. I mean, it would be my first time fully looking at the set. I'm just gonna completely write it off though if there's no plan to give um, either of these collaboration sets the same effect triggers that all the nations will be using. It just puts it at a hard disadvantage. Um, playing Token Rambu, it, it, there's so many games where mm -hmm. it's like, wow, if I could have produced the same amount of shield that my opponent can do, I would have won. Yeah, and that's kind of where a lot of some of the collaboration decks sometimes fall short on. Because you have to get like rights to card effects, you have to get rights to some of the artwork that you're using, and if a series doesn't have like a second season or something, sometimes the calibration set can fall flat. You can yeah. be waiting months until you get support again. Unfortunate. Mm -hmm. Mm. But you know what isn't unfortunate? Ooh, tell me what isn't. Cardfightmeta.com home Whoa. of the largest growing deck depository uh, on the entire internet. Are you a new card fighter looking for something to play? Check out cardfightmeta.com with articles prepping you to be the best you possible. Imagine it. You're on the planet Cray, but you don't know how to throw hands. You open up your cell phone and you go to cardfightmeta.com 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 hey jj yeah what's up cardfightmeta.com ah! oh! <laughs> <laughs> gotta love this stuff 
<laughs> oh my god. Look at that nut button. Just like nut. <laughs> the best I can do is uh... Uh, all right so on to the main topic of the day Um, we're going to be talking about some of the frustrations that we've been experiencing with the card fight vanguard english the global site there's a lot of discrepancies between the translations on the global site and also on the Japanese website, including we just haven't gotten any, not one single set of Q and A. Not one. Ever? Ever. Like, if you ever, go to ever. the website... And you go to card sets and then Q&A on the Japanese website. You'll be able to see all the sets. And then Mm -hmm. you can click on a set and it will take you to a page that has a really nice organized list of all of the cards. And if you see a card uh, on there, it means that there's a Q and A for it. Where they actually answer common questions. And this was like a frustration of judging local tournaments. And there's a couple of janky rulings within the D format that have always bothered me. Uh, Primarily within the Zorga realm. uh, Such as, how do Alchemagic resolve when it comes to check timing of different cards? How do check time? How do check time for check time? None of these are answered within the comprehensive rule book. And the ones that are, they conflict with a lot of the Q&A that the Japanese website has. But then again, it does say in the comprehensive rule book that card text always takes precedence. So if a card text basically tells you, um, you, you don't die at six damage, then guess what? You don't die at six damage. Pretty cut and dry. Mm-hmm. Um, it's not really the case for everything. How do you feel about this, JJ? Like, have you ever tried to look up any of the Q and a to get, uh, uh, definite answer regarding any of the rulings that you come across i've had a lot of those options uh, a lot of those situations come up especially me playing bava sagra as well as a dragon empire nation that uses arms and stuff mm-hmm. and obviously reading the text is it helps answer half the question but you know us we're car fighters we, we can't read come on oh no yeah that's can't crazy. read that's crazy, bro what uh so i was looking up like one of the great twos that it came out um in set four it's twin bullet of dust storms uh travis right so if you look at it it says like act once per turn if your opponent's rear guards will retire this turn cut a blast one soul charge one choose one of your opponent's rear guards and retire it and his unit gets plus 10. so a lot of people will think hey does he need to see the other rear guard get retired no he doesn't need to he just you just for the turn you need to. That's it. 
so you can draw him off of a skill later and you can still resolve the skill. It's just that a lot of people thought that his act ability activated like a auto ability that he would only trigger at the time of you know resolution of another. But you don't have to. You can draw it later, place it later, and still resolve the skill. So yeah, I've had some moments where uh, awkward things like this would come up, and you're like, yo, if you just read the text, it's right there. And I'm like, oh! But <laughs> yeah, <laughs> sometimes it, it doesn't work that way. Yeah. yeah, it feels like it never works that way. And I think that's one of the things that makes um, the entry level to Cardfight Vanguard hard. And... Mm -hmm. It's kind of like a double-edged sword. Cardfight Vanguard on the surface appears to be much more simpler than what actually goes into playing the game. Like from deck building to how to tempo out the game, how to play around triggers within your opponent deck. Like These are a lot of things that... People never really think about when they first enter into, oh, I want to pick up how to play cards by Vanguard. And the same can be said to the, any TCG. Like, mm -hmm. you can stand over someone's shoulder and think, no, never mind, I take that back. You couldn't stand over someone's shoulder and think that you understand Yu-Gi-Oh!, because Master Duel has 100% proven that to me. <laughs> I can't watch any... I can't spectate anything and have a clue what's going on. So, these Q&As really help new players and even veterans uh, better understand how to play the game. And when you really understand how to duck build, how to play the game, how effects work, how check timings work. The game becomes much more interesting and much more fun because you realize how involved you constantly have to be when you play Cardfight Vanguard for a game that doesn't have a lot of... Um, response times between players you as the player are really like you are the make or break so I, a couple of the ones that have bothered me the most uh one that i learned over this past weekend is regarding brant gate and prison uh oh what was that so prison prison exists within the order zone yes correct right there's a set order zone yeah um player ownership is dictated by the zone however when um player ownership is not dictated then it's owned by the owner of the card itself it's just assumed like if this person had the card in their deck and it doesn't say X player owns this card, then X player owns Y card. Mm -hmm. So what do you think happens if a prison player takes a card from the top of your deck and puts it into prison, into their prison, and you're a Gravidia player? What happens 
when you pay costs to remove that card from the prison? Uh, from what I understand, if you put a card from the top of your deck into prison, it's still it still is imprisoned unless that falls under different text. You still resolve it as you would a normal prison. So if it's not an order card, like a meteorite... Uh, well, yeah, it it's, a, it's very specifically, you're a Gravidia player, and they took a meteorite. And that rock is in jail. Yeah, yeah. What happens when you pay the bail for that rock? Oh, it goes to the drop zone because it can't be called to rearguard circle. Okay. But there's more. <laughs> oh. Okay. The rock activates. Wait, what? Oh, because it left the order zone. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> That's crazy. Yo. It broke me. It broke me so hard when I'm like judging for this tournament, and then I'm like, uh, I get a judge call happens. I'm like, okay, yeah. let's go see what this judge call is. And then this situation is literally happening, and neither neither of the players knows what happens. I mean, like thinking about it logistically, it makes sense. Because even though it is an order, it is in the set order zone, mm -hmm. and it leaves the set order zone because it's not a bind zone; mm -hmm. it's prisoned in the set order zone. Mm -hmm. So, if you leave it the prison, since it can't go to the rearguard circle, it has to go to the drop zone due to game mechanics. So it does leave the order zone. So it does fulfill the condition. Holy balls! Yeah, I have never thought of it that way before. Yeah. That that creates so much different dynamic. Like, obviously, to people who are probably, like, four heads, five heads, and, like, can read. Shut up. Um, and two. And two, it's it's an interaction you rarely ever see, because there's no, there's no Q&A for cars like these. There's no Q&A for interactions like these. So there's no, like... Hey, there's a meteorite interaction you probably want to keep aware of that you're probably going to, your BSF, you probably want to remember. Yeah, being in the order zone means it's in the order zone as well. It's like, oh, wow, that's crazy. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. Because it, it doesn't even state on the text that it needs to leave your order zone, no? Nope. I think it just needs to leave the order zone. Yup. Crazy. We're never gonna survive unless we are a little crazy. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Here's another one. Uh -huh. A prison deck tells you, an Orphis player, to take a card from hand and put it into the order zone where their prison is. Do you, as the Orifice player, get to activate that effect? Uh, if it doesn't state otherwise, yes, you do. Yes, you do. Yeah, if it doesn't state that you need to, um, like, activate in your own set order zone, or if it just says, if this card is placed in order zone, then, uh, yeah, you do. Based yeah. on the, the first question, the, the, the first 
this weird question interaction. Yeah, my brain is now queued in. Holy moly, that's yeah. actually pretty nutty. Yo. <laughs> Brant Gate mirror matches are spicy. <laughs> <laughs> it's like playing five, both of y'all are just playing 5D chess and the rest of the other Dragon Empire mortals are just kind of like duking it out with Baba Sagara and, and, and stinking overlord. You're all over there like, do I put my set order into the order zone while activating this card? But he can't leave anymore. It's now under his own control. Do I, do I do it just to get the activation? But what about if I want to use more meteors now for the next? It, y'all, y'all, y'all good. I'm fine. I'm fine over here with my dragons, okay? It's Give just a lot of up. brain. Don't you want to use that much brain, bro? <laughs> no. It's, it's brain time. <laughs> no. Brain like, game. Let me be a himbo. Let me alone. <laughs> <laughs> here we go. Here's another one. Here's another one. All uh, right. Yeah. The prison player who now has an order card that says Abyssal Dark Knight will go to the state of Abyssal Dark Night, but then it gets canceled out by the prison. Eh. Eh. <laughs> One day, they're going to give us the ability to destroy stuff in the set order zone. I on that so. day, I don't know what's going to be happening in D format. Like, that sounds nuts. <laughs> I hope so. I hope we do get an archetype. I've been thinking about this for years now, that side decking, A, and then B, with orders, with set orders, that we get removal for it. I hope. Or, like, forcing your opponent to soul blast, like we do what we have with... Uh, like it came to fruition with uh, uh, the prison grade four, but uh -huh. I want something that that does it on a reg. I want to wreck somebody's soul. I want to. <laughs> it's just like I want to do when when you um what's it called again? Crap! When Ghostbuster, it's like from a Ghostbuster scene. Like I think it's the chick with the the, the flat top just starts like, eating out the soul of Bill Murray or something. That goes. <laughs> that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that. Hey, what that, that soul do though? <laughs> <laughs> exactly. I want to do that consistently to people. Oh man. Okay, so uh let's slide over to Zorga. Um JJ and I talked about this. So if JJ remembers these rulings, I'll let him tell these. Okay, sure. Okay. I, do. I do. I do. Take it away, JJ. Okay, cool. So, um, a couple weeks ago, your boy Kumatank and I uh, were playing a couple of Zorga mirror matches, just testing out the differences of our builds. And then we came to a situation where, based on how he built his list, he focused a lot more around the Blitz orders, and I focused more around the normal orders. In my version of the normal orders, I played uh, Tearful Malice, which would allow me to retire uh, two of my rear guards to be able to put it into soul and draw a card. But, and here is where the tricky situation happened, is um, if anybody remembers Roaming Prison Dragon's ability of being able to call itself out if you use an order the turn and you get bonus effects if you alchemagic the turn. And when I was doing my alchemagic, I resolved all of my alchemagic and I also resolved it doing my tearful malice. And we were like, huh, I wonder what happens here. 
And me, using my logic, thought to myself, well, obviously, you're paying the cost of a card, because the cost of the card is to retire to your rearguards first, before you could ever activate any other auto abilities and everything else goes on standby. And Kuma was like, no, stupid. You, <laughs> you, you call, you ha have to use everything in the same order, so you have to use Tear for Malice, then Resolve... Try to resolve dragon, but you can't because you're resolving a secondary card. Didn't really say it in that way. He said it a lot more eloquently than that. But that's kind of how my my monkey flip blame kind of processed it. And uh, um, with how Alchemagic works is that you resolve all of it, and then you resolve your autos. So you can create situations that if you happen to have Shadow Cloak on the board, and maybe like a Perfect Guard or something, you can resolve it in whatever order that you want to, to be able to return your Perfect Guard and your Roman Prison Dragon in the same quote-unquote chain. And the fact that Roman Prison Dragon is on the Bushiroad site, the official JP site of discussing this exact interaction of pain for costs, so like spiritual body condensation of soul blasting uh, a Roman prison dragon, for example, that might have gone into soul due to effect of Baron Magnus, that you can still get the Roman prison dragon out of the drop zone because you paid the cost first. Thank you for coming to my tech talk. Crazy. <laughs> it's crazy. All right, all right. But there was one more. There was one oh. more. Oh, and I must have forgotten. You take that one then. You remember the bonus power? Bonus power. What bonus? Think about it. Bonus. What bonus? What bonus? Ponder. It's going to be a staple card. In <sighs> the new Grade 3 Sorga deck. A bonus power. Uh, what, what, do you, what could you mean? No, you're going to have to enlighten me. <laughs> Alright, so. Cursed souls. Screaming in agony. Or. The direct translation from the Japanese word text. Curse soul wiggles. I like that one. The card states that you soul bless two, mm -hmm. and you look at the top four cards of your deck, and you choose one card from among them, and you call it to R. If mm -hmm. Alchemagic, you get two, and yep. Yep. the units called by this order. Gain 5,000 power. So if you alchemagic this with the mm -hmm. brand new Great Three Order that we received, all three units that you call, including the one from the drop zone, will have a total of 5,000 power. Bonus. If you use... Curse Soul Wiggles with Spiritual Condensation. Mm -hmm. The card that you call with Spiritual Condensation will have a total of 10,000 power versus 5,000 because it also would receive 5,000 power during the Alkla Magic with Curse Soul Wiggles. Oh, Jesus, that is... This works with everything that
that's an order card that calls from drop to R. Everything. That's crazy. Mm-hmm. 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 That's crazy. Mm-hmm. Also, breaking news. Mm-hmm. I was wrong. Oh. I, I misspoke when I said that, yes, the uh, Abyssal Dyke Knight uh, skills would activate. Technically, they don't. And see, this is why <laughs> having the Q and A's are so necessary. Because by card text and looking at other interactions, one would be one would assume that if an Orphis card, uh, World Order, went into mm -hmm. the Order Zone as a prison, that it would have the effect. No. Oh, but it doesn't? No, it doesn't. Because as per the Q&A, it says uh, a contained card does not have the card's abilities valid. Uh, so they're not activated. The continuous abilities of the card are not It wouldn't activate. However, <laughs> yes, a meteorite would still activate when it's leaving the prison. Yes. Okay. So. And that concludes the breaking news. <laughs> but yeah, so like cards all the way from the trial deck that would be the person's first uh, a, a brand new player's first introduction into card fight D format. Without having these Q&As, it's a lot harder to understand what your deck does and to really see the potential of what the deck can do. The only thing I will have to say to, to add to that, though, mm -hmm. is read. <laughs> reading reading helps you. Mm -hmm. uh, like Outside of having the Q&A, obviously, we probably still do need one. Oh, yeah. Because we... I've been having this issue for years, having to send up mails to Mushi Road, everybody arguing about a rooting of a particular card they don't want to send because <laughs> nobody's reading. Um, not everybody's just right. Argument. But yeah, also, exactly. everybody is simultaneously wrong. Vehemently. <laughs> <laughs> and it's, it's annoying. It's annoying. We need one. We need one. So my my pulpit, I get off my soapbox just by saying read read your damn cards and yeah. be be we need a q and a so then when we point at the cards that we do not understand because we're scratching our head for the 15 millionth time trying to understand it we can at least look to the q and a because a lot of people don't understand that this game is translated by people who who do have a very good understanding of english but the context as to how they display the sentences in some of them don't have commons with the, where the commas are supposed to be. The the uh, the noun is placed differently, sometimes at the start of the sentence or at the middle of the sentence, where sometimes if you're talking about a subject, it should be at the beginning or at least be between apostrophes, for example, to designate what the, the target is. It, it can become kind of confusing and yeah. sometimes leads to misunderstandings of what card works. Yep, yep. So please, Bushy Road, or whoever is listening to this, yeah, pay someone. 
to put the Q&A on the global website. Pretty please. I'd do it. If you just like pay me in Bezo bucks, you got me. I'm I'm doing it. Yeah, just drop like 50 drop drop me like not even 50. Drop me like 20 gift subs. Tier mm-hmm. 3 gift subs. Mhm. And I'll work on moving everything over to the global site. I'd do it. Nah, actually, I don't want to. Let JJ do it. Give JJ <laughs> 20 tier 3 gift subs on Twitch. Exactly. So then I could finally buy emotes. Extra emotes now. Let's go. Yeah. And also a PC. <laughs> hey. Hey. Look, man. Hey. Out of pocket. You're right, but out of pocket. You can't, you can't even run Valheim. I want to be able to, like, recreate Dragon Empire and Valheim with all the card fighters. You can't. You can't even be there. You can't even no, be I there. Can't. I can't. <laughs> I can't be there. You can't be there. All right. So, like, hopefully we get these Q&A because after looking at a lot of set five, <laughs> set five has a lot of cards with Q&A. Introducing more advanced concepts into the standard game, which is meant to be the entry level without um, official word on rulings or mechanics and interactions um, really do not help players who are struggling to understand how to play. Um, not struggle, struggle less. So that ends it. That's everything. Uh, we'll do another one of these where we just kind of focus on weird rulings in the future. Cause we'll have some new ones by then. I'm sure. And, I'm uh, sure premium yeah. V premium, everything in between. Oh, yeah. We're probably going to have some really interesting interactions of like, oh. Uh, for example, domination token, because obviously it's Nubatama's fault. Um, the domination tokens interactions when it comes to like Volcaror, for example, and uh, like what happens about locking a token? Where does a token go? Can you lock a token? That type of stuff. Yeah. Also, not there. Part of the Q and A. You know what I mean? It's just. <laughs> and the uh, V collection. V Collection as well could have used a lot of Q&A to help players pick up some of these new advanced decks like veterans will understand how Raging Form Reverse works. Yes. But or how Lukie Reverse works, for example. Yeah. Already looking at just Reverse Raging Form, there's mm-hmm. four different Q and A's on this <laughs> with interactions. So yeah, no, we need this. Like this is fundamental if we're going to be able to bring in a younger audience or people who have never touched a trading card game before. And frankly, people who have been touching card games for a while, it's expected. 
Q mm. official Q and A is an expected service by the game developer. So I feel uh, I feel it could be it depends on who their investors they're trying to appeal to. I would say not really expected. It'd be encouraged. It's encouraged. I, I don't want to say it's expected. I feel that I mm-hmm. would encourage um, any any company, trading card company, who wants to appeal for the Western audience. Pokemon having us, has yeah, a Q&A. Example. Yeah, yeah. I mean, MTG has a Q&A. Mm-hmm. Yu-Gi-Oh! has kinda. a Q&A. Kind of. Kinda. Kinda. <laughs> but but Yu-Gi-Oh! also gets by having hundreds to thousands of content creators and actual official judges who tend to know more about the rulings and interactions that are available in Yu-Gi-Oh! than the company. Yes. All I'm saying is there is a standard that should be held. And it's the company or the developer should be the first stop if a player has a question about interactions within their game. Mic drop. I'm out. <laughs> As am I. And I think uh, I think that is is there anything we else wanted to copy. Uh, uh, not copy anything else well wanted to cover damn that that sound effect was the longest shit <laughs> 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 um no uh, we'll do another episode of rulings in the future but in yes. that one we're gonna focus exclusively on premium format so if you like this episode stick around for our future content because we will be doing more of these ruling episodes uh jj i, I would love if we could do some v premium ones as well because not only does premium have some v premium also has a bit too unless kuma meant both premium formats then each yes. one should be its own respective episode. Yes, agreed. Agreed. Yeah. So, uh, what's the final word, JJ? Tell everybody what's up. The final word today is the cue to your A's. Don't make yourself an A if you don't ask a lot of cues. Hey. (laughs) (laughs) Thanks for listening, everybody. Uh, See you next week. Take care. Bye.